Hey, welcome to the pilot for Devil Hates Mondays. If this sounds familiar, you might have heard it before. We tried to launch pre-pandemic in the before times, and you know how well that went. Uh, So we're going to try to do it again right this time. As a little bonus, I've added some behind-the-scenes rambles at the end, so if you'd like to stay and listen for that, great. Um, But otherwise, enjoy! Okay, Gary, Monday morning, we've got this. Brand new week. The average life expectancy being what it is, only 2,000 some odd Mondays left till I die. So I got that going for me. Good morning. How was your weekend? Oh, you know, it was. That's great. You won't believe what my son did. Oh? He's on the soccer team. You remember, I'm sure. Anyway. They had their first match, and he was just fantastic. I mean, he almost made a goal. Well, I should probably get clocked in. The ball was so close to the net before that other horrible boy with the gloves grabbed it. I don't know why they allow that kind of thing. And after that, I went up to the ref and I told him exactly what I thought, and he assured me that he would take it to the proper authorities, and I seriously don't think that this is going to be a problem next time. Bye, Cheryl. And now she noticed I left. Hey, Jeremy. It's Gary, actually. How's accounts payable treating you? It's fine. I mean, it's R&D, not... Good. Great. Yeah. Hey, you hear the news? I got that promotion I was going for. Oh, you're looking at the new chief marketing officer. Corner office, secretary, <laughs> the works. That's really, well, that's something. Congratulations. Sup, Jimbo? It's Gary. Hey, you? Yeah, it uh, sure is. Jerry, my boy. It's Gary. Right, that's what I said. Your name is also Gary. You think you would remember. How close are you on that report? Well, I just got in, and I don't know what you're talking about, so I'm going to say not that far. We're in a timetable, you know. The taste tests were done last week, so all the data should be in. Sales are down, costs are up, and we're pulling together to make this year's model the best it can be. Model of... of yogurt? So make sure you get that report to me by the end of biz, okay? Counting on you, Jare Bear. It's Gare Bear. I mean, it's not. It's good. And you're gone. Taste test reports are here. They are. Wow. Okay. All right. Maybe they like the new light as airline. Focus group, focus group, uh, focus group. This yogurt has the mouthfeel of Ben Stein. Bocative, but probably not a compliment. It's not that this yogurt is bad, exactly. It's just nothing. I tried it 30 seconds ago, and I literally could not tell you anything about it. I mean, that's not the worst to work with. 
Marketing can probably figure something out. How about you? Anonymous focus group member number three, quote, it tastes like every other yogurt. If every other yogurt had been strained through someone's butt, which this one probably was. Huh. I mean, butt stuff is in right now. Could we market this directly to perverts? I'm definitely going to die here. I mean, these are the projects my names get attached to. If anyone could even remember my name, but then what's worse? Being good at selling freaking yogurt or being bad at it? At this point, I'd sell my soul for a yogurt that really got people talking. I would. I really would. How sad is that? Oh, not that sad at all, Gary. I've had worse offers. Uh... Let me save you some time. No, you're not dreaming. Yes, it really is me. Satan, the adversary, Lucifer, the morning star, herald of the dawn and king of the damned, etc., etc., in the flesh, or some facsimile thereof. You're shorter than I thought. Oh, you're going to go there. Sorry, I, uh, I like your horns? Thank you. One does one's best. Well, anyway, down to business. I accept your bargain. Um... One soul, human, for the low, low cost of success in business. You just sit back and wait, Gary. I'll take care of everything. That was... I don't know what that was. Did I just sell my soul? For yogurt? Hey, guy, I... Oh my god, what is that smell? Oh, crack a window in here or something. I'm sorry, did you need something? Ugh, don't worry about it. I'll come back when it's safe to breathe through my nose. Okay, don't hurry back. So I guess I just... Wait? How can I tell when it's working? I don't feel particularly damned. How would I be able to tell? Was I always going to hell? Is that just my baseline? Should I feel any different? Cold or hot or something? I don't feel like murdering anyone. I don't think. My eyes aren't yellow or red or whatever. I guess they're brown. They've always been brown, though. Oh, God. I just sold my soul. I really should have thought this through. It's just another Monday morning. I should have at least put this on the calendar. Lunch with Joe at 12. Meeting with sales department at 2. Selling my soul at 4.30. I should have penciled that in somewhere. Or pinned, sharpied, highlighted. High... Highlight? Christ, what did I do? Crap. Can I even say that anymore? I mean... Clearly, I just did, but it's probably, like, crazy blasphemous now. I guess it always was. <laughs> okay. Okay. I've got this. Hello? Hold for Gary, please. This is Gary. Boss Gary, obviously. Oh, right. Does he sound happy? 
Mm-hmm. Jerry, my boy. It's still Gary. Sure it is. Listen, about that report, how close are you? I've got all the data and analysis. I just need to write up the summary and... Good, good, good. I'm going to go ahead and give that to one of the interns to finish up. You're what now? Well, I've got another project I want your hands on. Oh? There's been a bit of a hiccup in QA. Seems uh, someone dropped a pen in a batch of strawberry banana and... Well, they want someone from management on the case. Think you can handle it, Jer? <sighs> it's Gary. Good man. Need you down there in 15, bud. I don't think that was my luck coming through, or my soul, or whatever. Or I really, really hope not. I hope my soul is worth more than not having to finish a report. Mondays, am I right, Jimmy? Uh-huh. Hey, it's, uh, Nolan, right? Yeah, Nolan got it in one. Wow! Oh, relax, Gary. It's only me. At least someone got it right. You know, one time my wife, my actual legal wife, called me Barry in bed. Gary. She might have been thinking about The Flash, though. The TV one, not the one in the movie. You know the dude from Glee? Gary. Oh, man. Was The Flash thing a burn about me finishing too fast in bed? Wow. Okay. Look, we don't really have time to unpack all that. Sorry. So, good news, bad news. Which one do you want first? Uh, good news, I guess. Hmm, okay. The good news really won't make sense without the context of the bad news, so try again. Why'd you even ask? I wanted you to feel involved. Who picks the good news first? Then you're just sad at the end of it. I sold my soul to the devil for yogurt. I don't have much left in the old sad tank, my dude. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. About that. Gary, it's yogurt. A yogurt that really got people talking. I can't do that, Gary. If you'd asked for fame or money or beautiful women or men or non-binary people, certainly. Really? You can make people fall in love with other people? Not specific people, Gary, but there's someone out there for everyone. And there are a lot of you now. Somewhere among the thousands of people on Earth is someone whose most cherished fantasy boyfriend is yogurt scientist. Billions. What? Sorry, I know that's not the point, but there are like seven and a half billion people now. Holy shit. I need to get up here more. So, can I get one of those successful beautiful yogurt fetishes, or...? Bit late for that, my man. Anyway, my point is, money, fame, musical aptitude, eternal-ish youth. I turned someone into a giant demon worm once. Didn't work out for him, but still in my wheelhouse. Yogurt, though, I can't work miracles. Literally. I am literally incapable of performing miracles. That's the other guy. Jesus? Oh, you've heard of him. Well, he'd just turn the yogurt into wine or something, I expect. Seems like cheating to me, but... So that's the bad news? Eternal mediocrity? Eternal-ish. So the deal's off, then? Well, no. No refunds. 
I mean, honestly, at this point, you sold your soul to the devil, my man. Regardless of outcome, that's a pretty big check mark against you with the big guy, any way you look at it. At the same time, I can't have people thinking I would go back on a deal. This is a first for me, actually. I've never had an ask too big for me to honor my side of the bargain. Alright, here's what we're going to do. You're the devil now. I'm pretty sure I'm not. No, you very much... Alright, it's like this. Have you ever seen The Santa Claus with Tim Taylor? Alan. What? Tim Allen is the actor's name. Tim Taylor was the character on Home Improvement. Well, it's the Santa Claus rules. The devil loses her job because of you. Now you're the new devil. Those are stupid rules. Why can't it be like Galaxy Quest rules where everything from Star Trek turns out to be real? That was a good flick. It was a good flick. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you're the devil now. Time for the tour. Oh, I think that button just goes to the parking garage! Oops, wrong floor. Don't want to throw you in the deep end just yet. Ah, there we are. Ah, smell. You get used to it. Ugh, I'm going to miss the smell of brimstone. Where are you going? Did you take over my job? Fuck no. I'm better than yogurt, Gary. Hey. I'm going wherever I want. Maybe I'll travel for a few thousand years. Visit Disneyland, maybe. Try a Dole Whip. I've heard they're very nice. Might crash a few parties. The Hawaiian shirt look is... It's definitely a look. Gary, before I go, let me let you in on a little secret about the best part of this job. You're in charge. You're the actual literal king of this place now. And that means you get to tell the truth. Truth? But aren't you the prince of lies or whatever? Oh, certainly those two. But no lie I could ever conceive is as delicate and intricate as those humans construct for themselves. The truth cuts deeper than any lie you care to name. It was the truth that freed you from his divine grace. Taste the fruit of the tree and know the fetid, rotten, rancid, filthy, glorious, radiant, magnificent truth. Um, okay, yeah. Well, that's my time. Don't bother to see me out. I know the way. Wait, you're just gonna... Of course you are. What about the tour? Welcome to hell. Abandon hope, all ye who enter here. Also, all food and drink, electronics, and lithium-ion batteries abandon ye who enter here. For your sins in the realm of the living, you have been doomed to an eternity-ish of personalized torches. Hey, hi, hey, um, yeah, I think I'm lost. Is there, like, an employee entrance or something nearby? Huh? Oh, hey, you're the new boss. Not exactly what I was expecting in a Dark Lord. The last guy was much shorter. But she did say something about yogurt, so maybe. Anyway, this checked out. I'm Sir Corbinoth. The old boss used to call me Ben. Nice to meet you, Ben. Is it? 
No, I'm sorry. I'm just terrified of everything around me and I'm defaulting to politeness because I don't know what else to do. Look, don't worry about it. Think of me as your right-hand man. Well, demon. Right-hand demon. Been doing this job a few millennia, so I can show you the ropes and the chains and the spikes and the lava and the leeches and the pits and the spinning knives and the whips and the wheel of death. Thanks for listening to The Devil Hates Mondays. Stick around after the credits to hear Gary check his voicemail. The Devil Hates Mondays was written by Mandy Hall and Jack Miller. You heard the voices of Diago as Gary, Connie Kitts as the Devil, Wooly as Boss Gary, Tina Daniels as Cheryl the Receptionist, Matt Eakins as Ben the Demon, Sheila Morris as Aaron, the new Chief Marketing Executive. Also featuring the voices of Alicia Atkins, CJ Hausch, Andy Gadry, and Mandy Hall. The Devil Hates Mondays was produced by Mandy Hall. You have one new voicemail. To listen to your voicemail, press 1. Gary, love, I hope the new job is finding you well. Listen, about that, I did forget one thing you may want to take note of. Nothing big, just something that could threaten the whole of creation and fracture the universe into an infinitely expanding mass of fractured reality shards, shattering and collapsing into the ether forever. Whatever you do, it is of the utmost importance that you never... Oh, excuse me, miss. I ordered a jalapeno margarita. This is a pina colada. No, jala... I'll call you back, Gary. Yes, jalapeno margarita. Yes, it's on the menu right at the bottom. See? Hey, it is Mandy again. I wanted to talk a little bit about all of the awesome people that have helped make this happen. I know we already did the credits, but this is just a little extra, okay? So first, I want to talk about Jack, my co-writer. Jack and I have known each other for a really long time, and uh, he's one of the funniest people that I know. So when I decided that I was going to write a comedy, uh, I went ahead and after I wrote the first script, I, I emailed it to him and I was like, hey would you be able to kind of help spruce this up, kind of help really give it some extra, you know, oomph and and make it really funny to the, the funny parts that you hear today. So that's the way that the writing process worked. I would write the scripts and then send it to Jack and he would, um, he would send it back funnier. <laughs> uh, so for example, the boss's name is Gary as well as our main character. And that is, that is all Jack. Um, he thought that that would be funny because everybody everybody forgets Gary's name, and it's especially funny that his boss forgets his name because he's also named Gary. So uh, that comes from Jack, uh, along with a lot of the other great stuff that you've heard. So Jack is Jack is awesome. He's really funny. Uh, I don't think he has a Twitter. If he does, he's not on it very much. So uh, our main character Gary is played by the husband of one of my old coworkers. Diago is not really his real name, but uh, he asked me to use that because he didn't want his professional cohorts knowing that he says swears. Uh, So um, I really appreciate Diago. He's trained as a public speaker and he is a lot of fun to work with. Obviously, I'm not going to give you his Twitter because he's mysterious. Then I want to talk about Cheryl, who is played by our lovely Tina Daniels. Cheryl is uh, very strongly based on one of my former coworkers, not Diago's wife. 
Um, <laughs> she's great. Uh, but one of my coworkers is very much a Cheryl. And boy, yeah, uh, you'll you'll hear more of Cheryl, but she is, is strongly inspired by an actual real person. But the way that Tina got the part in her audition that she sent in, she read the lines that were in the audition, and then she just kept going. She just kept rambling on and said exactly what a Cheryl would say. She was talking about bribing the soccer coach so that her son would get more playtime on the field. It was great. It was inspired, and it is it is why she has this part, and she continues to do it throughout the series. It's absolutely, absolutely wonderful. Tina also, you may have heard her, she plays Wilder on Moonbase Theta Out. Um, she's also been on Beacon and some other shows. She's really good. Her, her Twitter name is at Tina underscore D, and I absolutely recommend you hire her. She's amazing. She's funny. She's sweet. Hire Tina. She's amazing. So let's talk about Aaron. We didn't really have much of a framework for Aaron uh, in the first script. Uh, we didn't even know like what gender we were going for. If it was Aaron with an E or Aaron with an A, we were really pretty open. And our main thinking was this was just going to be kind of a smarmy business guy kind of rubbing Gary's face in the fact that he's more successful than Gary or she or, you know, we didn't know. And then when Sheila sent in her audition, it was just it, it was a very different take on it. It was a very kind of a passive aggressive, but delightfully so take on this sort of uh, it was it was great. She has actually influenced the way that we have written Aaron throughout the rest of the season to give her more of that sort of opportunity to to use that kind of passive aggressive. It it changed the character to be basically what what Sheila brought to the table to kind of bring that into the character more into the actual script. Uh, I'm really grateful for Sheila. She is wonderful. You may have also heard her on um, episodes of Zoo or the Orc Zone. Apparently, I was looking at her resume. She's also played Amanda Waller in some fan doves, which is awesome because Amanda Waller is a badass. So yeah, check Sheila out. Her handle is at Sheila Morris 19 on Twitter. She's great. I love her. Hire her. Hire all my actors. Uh, <laughs> then we have our boss, uh, who is also named Gary. He was very much inspired uh, by the boss from uh, Office Space, as you, you might be able to hear. He's played by uh, Wooly, uh, who you may also heard on Zoo, uh, playing the Ruguru. One of the fun things about directing Wooly in this role is that he, in order to keep or stay in character, uh, would often add uh, finger snap and finger guns to punctuate each of his lines, uh, which was just great. Uh, although I did have to ask him to tone it down or like slow it down a little so that you didn't constantly hear <laughs> every time in the back of the audio. Uh, although uh, you may notice that on some moonlit nights, you may still hear in the distance a little finger snap, finger guns. So uh, that was a lot of fun, but it was, I mean, it, it, he obviously, he understood that character because that character is absolutely doing finger guns all the time. I don't think that that's outright said in the, in the audio of the script, but just when you are hearing the boss, imagine finger guns like constantly <laughs> and then, and then you'll have it. 
We also, in this episode, got to hear the devil, uh, who is played by Connie Kitts at Urban Cryptid. She is uh, one of the main uh, writers of Zoo, and you'll hear the other writers of Zoo later. So, so Connie is one of my friends, and so when I had my first draft of this script and I was showing it to people to see, like, hey, what do you think? Is this funny? Could this be a thing? I sent her the script. And she emailed me back pretty quickly. And instead of saying, like, hey, this is great, or like, hey, I can't wait, she emailed me back an MP3 of her doing an audition for The Devil. Like, the script wasn't even finalized. I was months away from a casting call. And and here I have this audition because my friend really wants to be The Devil. Uh, and she was great. And I really, I really liked doing that with her. That was super fun. So then we got to hear at the very end, we got to hear a little bit of Ben, who is, uh, I think, introduces himself as the right-hand demon. Uh, He is played by Matt Eakins, who you can find at his website at mattjamesvo.com. You may have heard him in an episode of In Between. Matt is fantastic, and his voice is just phenomenal. Uh, he has a very, like, low and very, like, resonant, just a voice that you can kind of trust and see as this person has it in charge. And, yeah, just a really deep voice, which, I, yes, I did, you know, pitch him down to make him sound kind of more demonic, but not that much. Like, yeah, so I don't think his voice is quite dealt justice in this role, so you should really uh, go check him out. And, again, hire Matt. He's great. He's really nice to work with. I feel kind of bad because... In almost every episode where I sent him lines, he was having to say these, like, names of different demons and in really weird, confusing names. And I always forgot to send him pronunciation guides for any of these. <laughs> so he had to send me a lot of emails like, um, what? How do you? Salgarak? What are you? What? Um, so <laughs> so uh, sorry about that, Matt. Uh, but you did great. Uh, everybody, I'm really thrilled about this cast. And there are more people that I can't wait for you to hear from. Uh, so thank you again for listening to this. I hope you enjoy it. And we uh, plan to be dropping episodes every two weeks. So stay tuned. Thanks.